Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the microphone, in the truck, once again. Been a long day. Worked all day today uh, out of town in Tulsa. And just now getting back into the neighborhood. And thought, man, I want to jump on here and give you something that I have had on my mind all day long. I've actually put some scripture reference to it and, and just want to share this with you. I believe that this is a nugget that, uh, that maybe all of us can really grasp and grow from. Uh, at least I hope so. I, I titled this tonight, Two or More. Two or More. So like, you know, two or more. Just like the number two, and maybe there's two or more. This morning, I, I, you know I have his dreams. So I woke up early this morning in this dream. Um, and in the in the midst of this dream, I literally was simply praying over Rhonda and I. I, I was praying in the spirit. I, I was speaking in tongues, whatever you want to call that. But I was crying out for for our family, for our relationship, for our ministry. I was simply praying over Rhonda and I, and and I, I woke up when the coffee pot kicked in at six o'clock this morning. And I got a text message shortly thereafter. And I looked at that text message, and how interesting enough, it was a good friend of, of Rhonda and I's, and he had texted her and I both to tell me or tell us that he had spent the morning praying over us, that God had woke him up, and he was praying over us and our family. And I, and I, I sent him back a text, and I said, buddy, that was prophetic. A, you know, a prophetic prayer on your part, because here's the deal. I just woke up from a dream where I was praying over Ron and I, our family, our ministry, and, and, and how unique, how God plans and puts these things into play when we don't even realize what's coming. You know, I mean, we last time I talked to Kevin, he had actually asked if we could pray for him. So we had done so. We've been praying for Kevin. So then in turn, here he is praying over us and at the same time that God's got me praying over my family spiritually in the spirit realm and in the midst of a dream even. So how unique is that? And I want to, after thinking about this all day long, I shared all this with Rhonda. We, we talked about all the text messages that went back and forth. And, and I spoke several things into that um, myself back to Kevin because, you know, I believe that God's lining some things up. I believe things are, are moving. I believe things are changing. I, I feel the spirit moving us. I, I know something's coming. I believe it's coming quickly. Uh, I, I, I don't know what that means. I don't even know what it is. I, I don't. I don't pretend to know. All I know is, is is the Spirit of God has struck me in such a way that I'm anticipating something big coming. I, I, again, whatever that is, I'm all, I'm all for it. Whatever happens, happens. Let's do it. But here's what I want to share with you in this two or more. I'm going to take you to Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 through 17. So Matthew 16, verse 13 to 17. I'm going to bring this to you in the CSB, the Christian Standard Bible. Verse 16 says, when Jesus came to the region of, of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But you, he asked them, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus responded, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, 
but my Father in heaven. Jesus asked Simon, who do you say I am? Now, as Simon answers him, Jesus then goes a bit deeper, and he adds this nugget in Matthew, um, uh, where am I at? Um, Matthew 16-18, he says, um, Jesus responds with telling him, and, and I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not overpower it. I actually think I missed something here. Um, let me back this up. And, and, and again, in 16, 18, and 19, he says, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will have been loosed in heaven. This verbiage, uh, and, and, and he, you know, he tells him, you know, Jesus is saying that, that, that I'm, I'm going to change your name here. And on this rock, I'm going to build my church, and, and the gates of hell will not overpower it. The verbiage of binding and loosing comes again two chapters later, and it adds even more depth and more meaning. And this is the scripture that God put on my heart this morning. Uh, I, I, did, I just went back and did a little double research and found that it had, it had spoken that in Matthew 16. Now we're going to go to Matthew 18, verses 18 through 20. And, it, and this, is, this is awesome. It says, Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will have been loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you on earth agree about any matter that you pray for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. That, that, there's some powerful stuff in that. If two, or, if two or more of you agree together, so we, we had Kevin texting Rhonda and I saying, hey, this is, I'm going to pray this over you this morning. This is what I'm praying over you. I find myself praying over my family this morning. So now we've got two or more praying over us, praying over my family, praying over this ministry, pray, praying over you know, whatever God wants to do through us, in us, moving us, wherever he needs us to be to do the work that he's given us to do. But this is, this is the nugget that he adds into this that I think is so powerful. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am among them. Man, you need to get a hold of this tonight. I know that many, you know, the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. We, we are to pray simply without ceasing. We are to, we're to constantly be in this, this motion of relationship with our Father in heaven. This, this constant, and you know, you hear me say this a lot, just kind of jokingly. You know, it does not mean that we walk around with our eyes closed and our heads bowed. That's kind of dumb because you're going to run into something hurt yourself. So, but what he does, what he is saying to us, is we need to be in this constant communion with him. And we're in a relationship with him. If you're in a relationship with somebody, you better talk to him once in a while, or that relationship ain't going to last. Well, it's no different with our spiritual relationship. We need to be in this constant place of communication with the Lord. I find myself always putting things before the Lord, always saying things to the Lord throughout my entire day. It, it's become habit for me. It, it's, it's literally just something that comes out of me without me even trying anymore. It, it didn't happen that way all the time. It, it took some work to get to this place, but now it's, it's just common ground. I spend time talking to the Lord. He's in my dreams. He's, he's here when I wake up. He's in my truck. He's on the job. He's wherever I am, I'm in this communication, this relationship with the Lord. But it gets cool when he says, where two or more are gathered together in my name, I am there among them. When two or three, 
when when two or more, when two or three, when we gather together in in the name of Jesus, we're crying out to the Lord for something specific to take place. He says, when two or more of you are gathered together in my name, I'm in your midst. I'm right there with you. I'm going to become that third or fourth, whatever necessary. And, 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 and he, you know, he tells us that if two or you agree about one matter and pray for it, it will be done by my Father in heaven. Now, now, now you understand something. I can't give you a timeline. All I know is, is he said, if we pray about it as, as, a, as two or more, we agree on something and we put it, we petition heaven over something, that then whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Listen, you're talking about loosing the spirit power of God over this family, over whatever it is you're praying over, over whatever your situation is. And, and, and if you're talking about binding up the enemy's power over your family, over your ministry, over your personal things, whatever that may be, maybe it's over your children, maybe it's over your grandbabies, you you bind up the enemy's power, and then you loose the spirit of God. The Bible simply states that whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And where two or more of you are gathered together in my name, I'm there in the midst of you. And when two or more of you gather together praying over a specific thing, my Father is going to see those things accomplished. Those, those prayers will be answered. Might not be in our time frame. You need to understand that. God's timing is different than ours. He's seeing things that we can't see. He's seeing down the road places we can't see. He's looking around the bend that's ahead of us. He's looking over the mountain that's in front of us. Whatever it may be, but it simply states right there, Matthew 18, 18 through 20, that, that I tell you, if two or you on earth agree about any matter that you pray for, it will be done by my Father in heaven. And where you are gathered together with two or more, I'm going to be right there in your midst. Man, this is some powerful stuff. I believe God is moving on this on this nation. I believe he's moving on his remnant. It, 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 if, you're, if you're looking for, for something to happen spiritually, you need to start with on your knees. You need to start crying out to the Lord. You need to get desperate for him. You need to get hungry for him. You need to get thirsty for, for a move of God's spirit in your heart. You want revival? Let it start in your heart. It's got to start in your heart. It, you can't pray for revival to come to my church. You've got to pray for it to start in my heart. And, and when revival starts in my heart, then it, can, then it can begin to burn in my home. Revival fire can break out in my own home. And, and when, it, when it starts in my heart and breaks out in my home, then revival fire can be taken to my church, can be taken to the place I pray. Remember my poem I wrote talking about revival? When we have it in our home, we have it in our heart, we can take it to the place we pray. And when that revival fire goes through the place we pray, then it can pour out into our streets, into our communities, into our countrysides, into our cities, into our state, into our nation. That's how it begins. It's got to start in us. And where two or more are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. Two or more. Listen, we need each other. 
I talk about iron sharpening iron. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25 says, Do not forsake the assembling together of the saints, especially as you see that day approach. That day is coming. That day is the end of days. That day is the day that Jesus is coming back. We need to be prepared. We've got to find our way into a place on our knees. We've got to begin to pray for an outpouring of God's Spirit. It's got to start in our heart. It's got to come to us first. We've got to get hungry. We've got to get desperate. And, and as we get desperate and hungry, our church, our other believers, those that we hang out with, begin to get desperate and hungry. And as we begin to cry out as, as a unit, two or more gathered together in my name, Jesus is going to be right there in the midst. His power is coming. His glory is coming. The glory of the Lord can't come until we invite him. You begin to invite the glory of the Lord into your heart tonight. Begin to invite the glory of the Lord into your into your church, into your home. Let the fire of God begin to consume those things and burn them up that, that don't pertain to you anymore. Let him loose you from your past. Keep that in mind. Whatever you bind here on earth, you bind the powers of Satan. You bind the, the, the enemy's power against you or your family or your business or whatever it may be. That, that same thing is bound in heaven. And then you begin to loose the Spirit of God into your family. Loose it into your heart. Loose it over your business. Loose it over your family. Loose it over your kids. Cry out to the Lord to pour out His Holy Spirit over whomever needs it in your life, including yourself. And watch the power of God begin to move. Get serious about your relationship with Jesus Christ. We don't have time to play games anymore. This is all about timing. This is all about getting our ducks in a row. Some people say, man, I can't get them in the same pond. How am I going to get them in a row? I got news for you. You begin to pray over those things, and the Bible's telling us that whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Whatever you bind on this earth will be bound in heaven. Where two or more gathered together, there I will be in the midst of them. You put it before, you petition the Father, you petition heaven, and, and, the, and the Bible says that he'll hear your cry and he will see to it that those prayers are met. That's his word, not mine. Read it for yourself. Get into the word. Get into God's spirit. Begin to pour in and, and let him pour into you whatever it is that he needs to for you to have to be sustainable in this time. We need his presence in our life on a daily basis, moment by moment. I need him from the moment I get up to the time I go to sleep, and I need him in my dreams. I need him in my sleep time. I need him every waking moment. I can't live this life without my relationship, live, breathing, living relationship with Jesus Christ in my life. And you can't either, not effectively. I, I don't care if it makes you mad or not. You need to understand that. You cannot be effective if you do not have that kind of relationship. Oh, you talk about you want to be a Bible thumper, people are going to make fun. I don't care. You can be, become a Bible thumper because that's what it takes. If we're not if we're not in a live, living, breathing relationship with Jesus Christ on a moment-by-moment, moment, daily basis, we're not effective. God's called you for such a time as this. It's time to get off your, your bump on a pickle, get off your log, get off your sofa, and become the man or woman of God that he has called you to be, and do so quickly because we're running out of time. I don't know what it is that God has for you to do. I do know what it has for me to do. I'm here to preach the word of God. I'm here to share his message. I'm here to let him pour into me so that I can pour into you. That's my calling. That's my role. I'm going to do everything in my power to see to it that I accomplish whatever it is he's given me to do. If it makes you uncomfortable, awesome, because that's what I pray for. I pray that you're so uncomfortable, that you're so miserable, that you can't stand your life until you completely surrender to Jesus Christ. 
that that sound rough? Ah, that's okay. I'm, I can be kind of rough sometimes. I've been rough around the edges my whole life. All I'm telling you is truth. This ain't got nothing to do with me. It's got everything to do with your relationship with Jesus Christ. If you ain't got that right, it don't matter what I think or say, because I, it don't it don't matter how I see it. It's all between you and the Lord. Get your head on straight. Get your life straight. Get your relationship with God straight. Gather up with someone else that believes the way you do and begin to seek the Lord and watch him pour out power like you've never seen before. It's what he's called us to. It's who we are in him. Whew. That's a message, guys. I didn't I didn't know it was going to come out like that. I ain't got any notes at all. And all I did was read that scripture and tell you my story. The Bible says that we overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb. That's that's our surrender to him. And by the word of our testimony, that's our story of our redemption. It's our story of how Jesus set us free. That's where we've got to be. Where's your story? you got to begin to tell your story. Get together with other believers. Find you some people that you can adhere to, people that you can pray with, people like my buddy Kevin who who will send me a prayer in a, in a wee hours of the morning saying, man, i got you guys on my heart. I'm praying over you and your wife today. We need people like that in our life. We need friends. We need relationship. We need fellowship with other believers. I've got other people who, who iron sharpens iron. We sharpen each other constantly because it seems like every time we get together, that's the, what the communication is going. Our, our whole conversation is doing about godly things, what God's doing, where where we're going, who we've been, who, who we are, who we're going to be. It, it, it all revolves around the Spirit of God. Find people to, to build around you. Get, get fired up. Let the Spirit of God consume you. Let it consume your home and then take it to your church. Let it consume your church. Let it begin to pour out into your community. That's what this is all about. That's what he's called us to. He's, he gave a commission to everybody to go into all the world and preach the gospel, to make disciples of every nation, every believer, every follower of Jesus Christ. Make disciples of them. Train them up in the way they should go. So that so that when they're old they they won't be they won't be lost they'll always come home. That's what we're to do with our own children. Whew. All right, I'm gonna quit. We love you guys. Thank you so much for partnering with this ministry. Thank you for your financial support. We're into a new year, a new season. We ain't slowing down. We've got more we want to do, more that we need to do. We're asking God to provide for that. We need provision. We need financial provision. God's got that. He's going to take care of it. He puts it on your heart to support us. Awesome. There's all kinds of giving links on our Facebook, uh, on our webpage, www.livingloudoutdoors.com, right here on the podcast. If you want to support us, God leads you to support us financially. Man, we're praying over that. We know that what God says is that in the same measure in which you give, he'll give back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. Keep that in mind. What kind of measure are you going to use to give to God this year? I'm not talking about just giving to us. I'm talking about giving to God. You, you give wherever God leads you to. If that's us, awesome. We're, we're going to accept it. We're going to use it according to what he wants us to do. Pray for us, please. We need your prayer. Join us, just like, just like our friend Kevin, just like our other friends all around this country who pray over this ministry, pray over the relationship that they have with us individually and personally. Begin to pray with us. Partner with us. Walk with us in this journey. You need something? Shoot me a message. Be glad to work with you. Be glad to walk with you. Be glad to talk with you. Whatever it is you need, we're here for you. We're praying for you today. Amen. Rhonda and I love you. God bless you guys. We'll talk to you again real soon.